Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healthy for My Purpose. We are on day two of the Prayer for Your Health Challenge where we are unpacking each day. Last week, if you haven't heard why you need to have a God-centered self-image concerning your health, then please go back and check out that episode last week. This week, we are talking about breaking our addiction to food. This one is such an important episode because I think it's it's kind of the layer that keeps us stuck when we're trying to get better in terms of our health and lose weight and get off our medications or um, to live just a healthier life because we're so attached to food in so many ways. And the the difficult thing with food is that we need food to survive, right? And so we can't just say we're going to be done with food forever. We always have to have a relationship with food. And so breaking our unhealthy patterns when it comes to food is so key because it's something that we can't avoid. We have to learn how to um operate around food in a way that's edifying and not um, debilitating. And so this episode gets into why it is so important to add this piece when you are on your health journey to take a look at your relationship with food, figure out the areas that are you are struggling with, and make some real solid connections that would allow you to be free from having to be tied to food in an emotional way or a physiological way. Um, whatever it is, um, we are talking about breaking that addiction to food. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Please, guys, go on iTunes. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe so you get this automatically an alert to tell you when the next episode is. Also, if you can go ahead and just write a review on iTunes, that takes a couple seconds as well. This helps us to reach more people. The more reviews we get, the further our reach is and the more we can help. So please do that. And without further ado, let's jump right in to breaking our addiction to food. Do you believe that God wants you healthy? Then join me, Cersei Blue and Gigi Carter, on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast, where we help you realize the relationship between your health and your purpose. We share how eating like Daniel can revolutionize your life. Through discussions and interviews, we challenge you to discover the powerful connection between plant-based nutrition, your body, and your faith. It's time. So let's talk about breaking our addiction to food. Mm. You know, I think I think the first thing is, you know, how do we know food addiction is actually real? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a question that a lot of us don't even think to ask, especially mm-hmm. when we're addicted to food. Yeah. Um, because we don't know we're in it. I think, you know, when I think about, you know, my past eating behaviors and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. that... I was on autopilot so much yeah. that I didn't even acknowledge if I was, you know, if I had a food addiction or not. Right. And, um, and, and I think we, it's important to use this term kind of generally and mm-hmm. loosely to also include things like emotional eating yeah. Yeah. and stress eating, yeah. which is very, very common mm-hmm. um, in our culture today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, we talked about when we were 
getting into a God-centered self-image. We kind of touched on this. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that, that having that healthy relationship with food is kind of that next step. You know, mm. once you have that God-centered yes. self-image, then mm. it kind of goes into that healthy relationship with food. Yes, and it's really kind of taking a look at it. And, and I know addiction sounds like a, like a strong word, but I think, like you said, it's, it's that it's more loosely, well, at least when we're talking about it, to include emotional eating, stress eating. But just the idea that, you know, when you go to the doctor and they say, well, you have diabetes, you know, don't eat this, this, and this. And then you go home and you eat this, this, and this. Right, <laughs> right. Right? So that's where you say to yourself, well, if I can't just, you know, the doctor says, it's kind of like when you have a broken leg and the doctor says, don't walk for a week. Mm -hmm. Don't walk for a week. Right. Because you're not addicted to, to crazy pain or something, right? But right. when you doctor says that you go home and you just literally eat yeah. exactly the opposite. And so that's where you say to yourself, where's the disconnect? Mm -hmm. Is that where... I just can't give up those foods. And right. that's where you got to look at it deeper. Mm -hmm. Because it's not until you're challenged to have to give up those foods do you get to see the bond that you have with it. Right. Right. If there's no problems and you're never testing yourself, a lot of times you can not even realize that you are addicted to it. Mm -hmm. But the minute it's time, okay, it's taking a toll on my health. I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm not losing any weight because I'm eating these foods. My blood pressure is too high. My diabetes, whatever it is, and you can't pull away from those foods even for your life. Right. And it sounds crazy, but that's really what it is. Right. Then we have to face the fact that we are we are in a relationship with these foods that are addictive in a way because a we can't a toxic relationship because we cannot let it go. Right. Even when it comes to our health. And this is the epidemic that's in America right now. Because we, we are all in some crazy relationship with the processed food industry, crazy relationship yeah. with all the fast food mm -hmm. and decadent foods and the dairy. And right. We're in this cycle and we can't pull away because if it was so easy, everybody would be healthy. Yeah. It yeah. would be a snap of the finger. It's almost like that toxic boyfriend yeah. you once had. You know, they're playing Jedi mind Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kept coming back. Exactly. Just couldn't quite, you know. And it's an abusive relationship cycle. because, yeah. And then when you get on the diet fad, you give it up for two weeks. Just like the boyfriend you don't call back. Right. But then it's this cycle. And then you end right back up. You're like kind of next thing you know. You're eating the ice cream again. You're back on the fries. You're, mm -hmm. And it's like, how did I get here? You know? Yeah. Um, and then you gain back more of the weight. And so you're even even a, in deeper now. Right. And then you feel more desperate. And it's just it's a cycle. constant cycle. Spiral. Spiral that you can't break free of. And the root of it is the relationship with food. You right. Can't, we can't deny that anymore. And I think this is why we made the prayer for your health day two breaking our addiction to food because we have to break this. It has to come. Sometimes we have to even break it from a soul level mm -hmm. just to say, God, break this tie that I have with this, with food. Um, and then take the steps towards knowing that I can't play around with this thing. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times we think food is so innocent. So I'm like, no, that's not a big deal. I could just go to the buffet and not be, <laughs> you know, and this ain't going to be no problem. And then you're, you're sucked back in yeah. or I can have all this junk food in my house. No big deal. I can mm -hmm. handle it. 
and then you're sucked back in. Like we don't acknowledge that we have to set the boundaries with these foods mm -hmm. until we can get to a place where we're completely non-triggered by it. But we refuse to do that because we're just thinking it's food. It's so innocent. It's no big deal. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, I remember a sermon you gave. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was during one of our four-day challenges, mm -hmm. and you talked about food as a modern-day idol. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I want to unpack that a little bit because um, one, it, I, I believe it's absolutely true. Um, mm. And I think there's there's a couple things going on. I think that so many people are addicted mm. that it's almost abnormal not to be addicted. Yeah. It's, it, the script has been flipped. The yeah. script has been yeah. flipped. Yeah. Yeah. And you see it in social media, yes. in people's posts. You see it um, you know, on television mm. and, and whether you're watching a show or a movie, it's just like, it's just the normal thing. Yeah. And, um, let's talk about like that as an idol. Um, cause it obviously derails us from our health goals. Yeah. Um, you know, it makes it a, a very emotional process to try to kind of pull yourself out of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the reason why I think it's a modern day idol too is because it when we use food to meet needs that God needs to meet, that is the core of an idol, right? You know, we think of idols in the Bible where people are worshiping golden calves, and, and I mean, but when you look at what they were really doing, is that they were trying to get their needs met from this idol. Than, than getting it from God himself. And that's what made God angry. So that's what the essence of having an idol is. And with food, food can be our comfort. Food can when we're angry. Food can be when we're depressed. And that's God is saying, no, that move away from that idol of food, mm -hmm. which idols could never even, they were empty calves of gold. They weren't even yeah. able to do anything for them. And God's saying the same thing. This food can't give you can't heal your depression, can't comfort you the way you think it is, only I can do that. And so that's the idol mm -hmm. sense of the food. Mm -hmm. um, and so breaking our addiction to food, guys, brings you closer to God because all the needs that you were getting met with this idol, so to speak, you now are able to reach out to God now mm -hmm. and meet, get those needs met in a more intimate way with God. And that brings you closer to God mm -hmm. because when you come home from a hard day of work, and you don't reach for that bottle of wine and you don't reach for those Oreo cookies mm -hmm. to, to numb that day that you had and you sit down and you pray and you sit down and you meditate and you reach for God. That's a bonding relationship that you created now that you would have been lost in the Oreo cookies. Right. You know what I mean? It's lost opportunities. How many right. lost opportunities have we put our pain into a bucket of ice cream that could have been nurturing a relationship with God that we could have been crying out to God for. We don't see it that way when right. we look back, but that's but that's really what it is. And this is why at the end of the day, we could say, even at the sake of my health, I'm willing to eat these things. Right. Because it's become our, our idol, a modern day idol. We're willing to sacrifice this right these things yeah. because we're addicted but it's an illusion and right. we and this is why we need to pray to break our addiction to food yes yes yeah. and and you know i think too what adds to it mm -hmm. is the hyper palatability of the mm -hmm. foods that are manufactured you've yes. got companies who have shareholders and boards of directors 
who you know have to grow revenue. Yes. They have to make their company yes. um, strong yes. financially. Yes. And in doing that, they have to create repeat customers. Yes. And the more they can grow, and the more um, they have this this re recurring revenue stream mm -hmm. for their product the more, you know, the happier the shareholders are, the exactly. happier the board right. of directors are, and then all the executives and the employees that contribute to that benefit financially. Yeah, so it's no coincidence that we're addicted. The food is designed. Right. It's not like we stumbled across it. Right. They're, they're made to, I, we talked about in the other episode of hijacking our palate, mm -hmm. um, and, and it takes our natural appetite. It's coincidental when you look at the Garden of Eden that Eve was tempted by the apple because we have an in, innate appetite that can be um, that's vulnerable to us that can that we can be manipulated by, and that's what basically these companies are doing. They're saying they're hijacking our palate by giving us the sensations that we desire, but making it to the point where it's over-processed, over-stimulated, and then now we're addicted. So yeah. it's not by chance. Right, and, and it kind of gets into how one becomes addicted yeah. to food. They get this, this stimulus that's mm. repeated over and over, mm. and we've got these dopamine receptors in our brains. Mm. And they, they learn, you know, our body learns. And so the more repeated exposure, the more hooked we become, and the more it's it becomes an addiction and difficult to break. Mm. And so there's science behind it. Right. You know? And so when you strip away all the nutrients and you go right to the refined, that's the quickest rush to the brain. Mm. And then that repeated exposure just becomes an addiction. It sounds like a drug. It is a drug. It's it a is. Drug. It's a sense because of drug. Isn't that what they do yeah. when they strip the, the plant, the cocaine plants? And yeah. All these other things. Yeah. Um, and the only thing with like we were saying that food is so normalized mm -hmm. that you wouldn't you could bring donuts to to work and to your kids soccer game but you couldn't bring you know crack right. cocaine you know here here's all these things right. but it's normalized and that's what makes it so difficult to break because yeah. it's in our everyday life it's weaved into every single area yeah and it's normalized well yeah i mean you look at the commercials it's like or you look at how yeah, just, just the behavior of mm -hmm. having, you know, bringing the box of donuts to the kid's soccer yeah, game. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just an adult passing on a food addiction yeah. to the kids right. playing soccer. Right. You know, why not bring, you know, pineapple chunks? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, why, it doesn't, why? I mean, fruit does, <laughs> fruit can't compete in, in a system that is like, again, because you said it's a dopamine, it's, yeah. our, it's our drug of choice, mm -hmm. but it's everybody's drug of choice. And so that's what makes identifying food addiction in your own life difficult because like we said earlier, the script has been flipped. It's everyone's yeah. drug of choice. So yeah. all of a sudden now we don't see it. You're the oddball now when you're right. trying to eat fruit. Right. And, and so we have to, pray to break out of that culture to stand out like David like Daniel did mm -hmm. in his culture where everybody was eating that way all the men were being trained with that food right but he stood out in his culture and I think it's time for us to stand out in our culture it's right. like a Daniel moment right where we are saying we don't want the king's diet which is the standard American diet all the food that they're shoving and promoting mm -hmm. and we take a stand and say no we're gonna we're gonna eat what I think edifies our body and, and we'll glorify God. We'll rather, we'll, we'll go down that, we'll eat the natural plants and the foods. I think it's a Daniel moment. And yeah. I think praying to break our addiction to food also 
allows us to take that stand. It's, it, it's, it's a twofold prayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but what about moderation? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. We should just eat these things in moderation. And, and part of addiction, it's like it's like telling somebody, should I have crack cocaine in moderation? Should I have cigarettes in moderation? Should I have alcohol in moderation? For people who it's it's difficult to break away moderation doesn't really work it actually keeps you stuck yeah. in the cycle right right um yeah it keeps you stuck in the cycle yeah it and really I, does especially when you're trying to get out in the initial phase mm -hmm. moderation will not be your friend right we're not saying that there's never going to come a point where you could eat something and not be triggered yeah, some people won't some people will never get some people one. will never get yeah there. and some, some people, people will might. but yeah. everyone starting off i think should take moderation off the table, regardless of where you'll end up in the end. Right. I think the starting point should be taking moderation off the table because it, it, it will set you back. It doesn't right. matter where you end right. up at the end of the spectrum. And you never get that other data point to how you actually feel yes. when you're eating. 100%. 100%, you know, whole food yeah. in that base. Yeah. yeah, you always want to have that baseline. It's like, you know, the doctor always says, I want to know what your baseline is mm -hmm. so that we know where to come back to. It's the same thing when it comes to your palate and the foods that you're eating. You always want to just give yourself, and this is why we talk about in the four day, four week Daniel fast, is give yourself your opportunity to say, what does it feel like when I don't have anything toxic in my body for a period of time? Right. And then you can come back to that. That would be something that you, at least you know what it feels like, mm -hmm. so you could always journey back to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think, I mean, just to, just to kind of go back to the beginning a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, nobody really intends to get addicted. I think sometimes it starts off with, you know, it could start off in childhood very easily. You know, we yeah, talked about, candies. yeah, we talk mm -hmm. about, you know, just the, yeah, the candy, the Halloween candy mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it's usually never just Halloween, right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, because, lunch, and dinner. Because let's face it, we'll have pancakes, which is, as Dr. Fern would say, is cake right. for breakfast. And then we'll have pizza for lunch, which is cake, he says as well. Right. And then we'll have something else that's processed, which is cake for dinner. <laughs> so we don't look at it that way, but that's what we could be growing up with. And right. so that's from a child. So yeah. you've already been a you know, so when yeah. you say here, eat these greens, yeah. your body rejects it because right. you're not used to it. And this is this is, this is part of the, the, the acclimation of it all. Right, right. Yeah. Your, your taste buds haven't appreciated the bitterness and collards mm. or kale. Exactly. Because you haven't started with that in exactly. the beginning. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then, you know, and you brought up a really good point. This is not like... You know, you don't walk into a kid's birthday party and there's a platter of cocaine on the table. No. You know. And kid or adult, yeah. Kid or adult, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's 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 so ubiquitous, it's everywhere. Yeah. And you know, I think when we pray to break our addiction to mm. food, we have to look at every aspect of our lives mm. in terms of how we're contributing to that. Like we're creating other food addicts ourselves mm -hmm. and how were in that in on That's autopilot mm -hmm. becoming addicted by what's around us it could yeah. be food in your workplace yeah. it could yeah. be you know food that your your spouse brings home yeah. it could yeah. be you know and, kids yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so it's just looking at the whole scenario mm. what food am i contributing what food am i in, engaging indulging in mm -hmm. and then how do i how do I get myself out of that? And that's yeah, where we're praying to break that addiction. addiction. And, and sometimes God will give you insights. And this is where the prayer comes in that you wouldn't get it otherwise. It's because God will give you insights as to 
areas in your life that you are losing the fluid mm -hmm. and it may be childhood trauma mm -hmm. and so now you can say god i realized it's been the trauma from childhood it was never about the pizza and then now you can start saying god help me to heal that process and now you can start working out the root causes of some stuff and that's what prayer does it stirs up and digs up things in your heart that are hidden things right. that you're acting out of and then you can now start healing yeah, so that's powerful. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Healthy for My Purpose podcast. We hope you enjoyed the community and are walking away empowered and encouraged to live your healthiest life for your God-ordained purpose. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to enjoy fellowship with like-minded women. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this on iTunes. Until we meet again, keep honoring your body for your purpose.